3: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
2: You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ.
4: It is good to be with you on, dare I say, a terrible joke Tuesday. I mean, I don't see why we don't. I, I don't, I can't think of a reason. The beautiful day. It is a beautiful day it in Cabo City. To be Tuesday. It's Fat Tuesday. Oh, Mardi Gras, Mardi which action. by the way, did you know that Mardi Gras in French translates directly to Fat Tuesday?
5: Well, that would make
4: sense. Mhm. Logically.
2: Michael Mackey,
4: as I live and breathe.
2: Shalom. Don't mess with my toot toot. Don't mess with my toot toot. That's the only day that you can play that legit, like repeatedly over and over, because it is the music. It is Zydeco, and it is what what concert T-shirt are you wearing? B fifty (laughs) twos. Oh! Like you had to ask. Looky there. I walked in and I go to John Grayson, bless. I go John. Happy Fat Tuesday. And he's like, What'd you say to me? And I said, Happy Svelte Tuesday. Cause you know, John has lost a redonkulous amount of weight. He looks amazing. I've never been more jealous in my life. So I said, Happy Svelte Tuesday, not happy Fat Tuesday.
5: John you crazy. didn't hold back saying Fat Tuesday to me.
2: Well, I mean, you're not fat. I know. Well, neither is John. That's true. What, what are we doing for, for the Madry grass? What are we doing? What are we doing? Well, I'm not Catholic. Oh, well, I'm not either. So I don't really care. I did go to Catholic high school so I can stay. Did you really? you went to a private Catholic school? <laughs> yeah, my parents found this prep school, Dowling, Dowling High School in West Des Moines. And they were like, "You'll be going to that. Now, mind you, this is now, was this because they were concerned? No, they it was a prep school. So they wanted to send me to this hoity-toity school because they knew I'd get a better education. Where'd you go to college? University of Iowa? Go Hawks, I guess. Uh, they
4: got smoked the other day by Nebraska in I women's s- basketball saw that yes, it was did. it was one of the rare times and I have nothing against women's basketball but this Caitlin um this Clark, player yeah Caitlin she's, Clark, she's yeah. Caitlin Clark
2: so close to the she, all-time she, record
4: she's eight points away from the record and this is not a woman's record this is a woman's and a men's record if she gets eight more points and I know you don't do sports ball I get it but I do, f- I do oddly follow this story because it's- she's amazing. Yes, and so I was watching. I happened to have gone to Nebraska, so I was cheering for Nebraska. Uh huh. And they won. Yes, uh, they beat Iowa. Um, but I wanted to see if she could break the record. She did not.
2: Mm-hmm. But how many more games does she have? Uh, probably three
4: or four or five. Oh, sure. she'll be fine. Plenty she, of time. She's gonna Plenty break. Of time. Yeah, she'll break the record. No doubt about it. Yeah. I just wanted to see if she would do it against Nebraska, and she scored zero points in the fourth quarter against Nebraska. Did not. Well, get, that's awkward. Did not get awkward. the record.
2: Awkward. So. Yeah. Not up in here. Not all. Not all up in her. Yeah. Catholic high school. Neither one of us are Catholic, so we want will not be doing the. Ash- I, I I go to a Catholic church. Oh. I'm Presbyterian, but I go to a Catholic church. Oh.
5: Right. I do plan on attending Ash Wednesday Mass tomorrow. I do not have any plans for Mardi Gras. Uh,
2: will you have the mark, the yes. thing on your... Uh, those are ashes. The ashes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. The thing on your... The mark of
4: the Catholic. Now, yeah. no, wait <laughs> a minute. The this, mark of the Catholic. This will be a first. You did not show up with a cross on your forehead last year.
5: Uh, actually, last year was the first Ash Wednesday Mass that I did not attend in my 26 years of living.
2: And that was due to...
5: I just didn't go.
2: Hedonism...
5: Okay. Sinning, I, don't, I don't lack know. of love for Jesus, maybe.
2: <laughs>
5: I have to talk to God about that one. Figure that lack one out. Lack
2: of love for Jesus,
5: but the love is back. The love is strong again.
2: Uh, so okay. yeah, I went to a. But this is where it gets really good, gentlemen. I went to a Catholic high school, but I went to a Southern Radical Baptist grade school and middle, middle school. Yeah. Did you really? Oh yeah. Private. Because my parents thought I would get a good education. What I got was um, lambasted because I was literally the only person in my class who had cable TV. I, I was, thought you were
4: going to say I'm the only person in my class who was gay.
2: Oh, no. I didn't come out until
4: much also later. Also, would have gotten you lambasted. Yeah.
2: Oh, my gosh. I would have gotten the boot, but good. So, yeah. So I realized when I went to this Southern Radical Baptist grade school that if you You're watch, say Southern Baptist. It was radical. Um, if you watch TV, You're going to hell. Listen to rock and roll, hell. Movies, hell. Listen to rock and roll and you're going to hell? Swearing, hell. Everything was hell. Then when I went to Catholic high school, I realized all you had to do was say Hail Mary and it was all good. I was like, oh,
5: I want to be a Catholic. You're being way too honest right now. You're going to offend some people. No,
2: I don't think so. I mean, except for the Southern Radical Baptists. Bless. (laughs) So. I
4: bet you fit in there like a... uh...
2: Hmm. Try to think of an analogy. Yeah,
5: think hard about that punchline before you just deliver yeah, it. I, I, I,
4: before I do it, I
5: <laughs> need it to a, think about
2: it. Like a blank in church or? Yeah, kind of like, a, like that. Okay. So
4: I was going to say in a that. liquor store. Uh, <laughs> I see where you're going with there. Do you know what Baptists do to each other in liquor stores?
5: Well, no, I think the joke goes what does one Baptist say to another in the liquor store? Nothing.
4: Not a dang word. <laughs> <laughs> You know what they do in liquor stores? They don't look each other
2: in the eye. Oh. I mean, it's very on brand. Where did you spend the Super Bowl? Oh, snap. I went to two different chef's houses. Oh, really? I went to Chef Bradley Gilmore, who today is his day. He runs Lula downtown. So if you're hunkering for some Mardi Gras fare, I would go to Lula immediately. Stat! Stat! And then I went to Chef Justin Hoffman, who runs Broadmoor Bistro, for the second half. Nice. And let me tell you, I ate my way through the Super Bowl. Did you eat your,
4: your your weight
2: in food? All of the things. Speaking of food, why today is is Mardi Gras? Why is there not a king cake out there? I thought every year, like somebody would magically deliver a king cake. Like I was fully anticipating there being like sweets or treats or something. In the newsroom? Yes, there's nothing. Not a zip. Well, look out there. There's nobody there. That's on them. Don't these people know? The owners of this company are Jewish. Well, shalom, but... Shalom. But I was hoping for a king cake or something. I don't know. Still early. Are you listening, listeners? Are you listening, bakers? Let's get on that. Seriously? Mama's got it. I, I would like to have some sugar before the end of the show. Okay. I don't ask for a lot. What do I ask for? Uh, Sam, the Kansas City Royals are going to be
4: announcing their preferred location. Is there an, an announcement coming up today? I believe there is. Okay, uh, that's going to be at two thirty this afternoon. We that will is. carry it live. Mm-hmm. Is that Horrible correct?
5: Decision, if that's correct, but, but we will carry it live. Say it again. Uh, the where they want to put it, where they yeah. and
4: and, and, the, and the growing thought, the, the growing thought is they want to put it where the Kansas City Royal, uh, Kansas City uh, Star, sixteenth uh, and McGee. printing printing press is yeah. the, the the infamous. Um uh, bizarrely looking green glass building that everybody has taken a shot at um, over the years. That's where they want to build the stadium. I would remind you Bazookas is right there. Was. Is. Well, and not
2: after they build the stadium. Well, that's true. Uh,
5: I was doing the math last night, and depending on how much land they need, because I have no idea and nobody really knows, I tried to find it. Uh, they could blow out as many as a dozen to 20 businesses to build the stadium.
4: Would it be eminent domain?
5: They, uh, I would assume they would have to go eminent domain because otherwise I can only imagine the amount they would have to offer for them to willingly give it up.
2: Yeah. I, I need to see the plans and what this looks like because I know a lot of businesses down there are... About to lose their ever-loving minds.
5: A lot of mainstays too. I mean, if it if they need an eight by eight square block area to do this, mm-hmm. uh, bye bye record bar,
2: bye bye ooh. bye ooh, bye bye
4: bye a lot of things. Yeah,
5: bye bye Truman. Wait,
4: record bar is where I saw Stephen Sanchez about mm-hmm. a year and a half ago.
5: Messenger Coffee, one of the best coffee shops in the city. See you. It's been a nice run. Oh really? Yeah, they're all right there.
4: Keep in mind, this is right across the highway from the Sprint Center or T-Mobile Center. Can you imagine, and I'm not poo-pooing the downtown baseball stadium idea. I kind of like it. But can you imagine if there is a game on the same night as a concert? I mean, getting out of Nate Gatsy the other night. Oh, it was horrible. was, oh my God. I have never, ever been in the T-Mobile Center and struggled as much as I did on Saturday night to get out.
5: Well, we had trouble getting in and out. We mm-hmm. got dinner in the Crossroads, and it took us 45 minutes. 45 to get from the Crossroads to a parking spot near the T-Mobile Center. You guys, in the, hindsight, we should have walked.
4: The Crossroads. Well, you, you should have gone down to
2: uh, Union Station and taken the trolley. Yeah. The Crossroads has trouble accommodating people when it's first Friday. We Just
6: have insane. some information.
2: What's up, dude? What's
6: Matt up, Evans dude? over at Channel 9 has tweeted out. Some photos of the proposal of where the stadium will go.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm.
6: It's incorporating the 670 deck.
4: The, the future park that they're building?
6: Yes, the okay. cap of the trench. And the stadium would be between Grand and Locust and 670 and 17th Street.
2: I'm going to need
5: a visual, Daniel. Mm-hmm. So the record bar would stay... Uh, but the Truman is gone for
6: sure. Uh, I think the Truman is uh, one block further east, I think. Or right next to the edge of what this rendering is showing. But this mm.
5: rendering has got eight square blocks in it. It's They're going to blow out Oak
6: Street. It would tie in with the, sprint, uh, the T-Mobile Center. How? A walkway across the park. The park that would be built over 670. Right,
4: right. I get it.
6: Hmm. And it looks like they would be building uh, hotels and residence, uh, apartments, hotels and apartments around it. And it looks like it's wedged right in there. Grand and 17th. And what do they do
4: on a night when um,
6: Tim McGraw is playing at the Sprint Center?
4: I'm not poo pooing the idea because I've spent a career poo pooing ideas. <laughs> I'm not opposed to this idea. How but, much? How much is, what do they do when when there's a show at the at the T-Mobile Center on the same night as a game?
2: I can't even fathom.
4: Uh, one thing I don't see in this rendering is any parking garages. 913-586-7798, 586-7798. How many acres, Dan? Fifteen
2: to twenty? What's the?
4: I'm not under? sure what
6: the acreage is. Same um, here. It's it's a few
5: it's a few city blocks. Uh, the field itself, uh, I read somewhere, requires four and a half acres. Uh, but this stretches from Grand over to So locust. that's like
2: 14-ish blocks, right? Simple no, it's not eight, 14 blocks. It's eight it's, square blocks.
6: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little four. smaller footprint than one might imagine. And it looks like they're going to be tying in 18th Street along with the uh, 18th and Vine Jazz Dr- District. And, of course, the, uh, the mm-hmm. Negro Leagues Baseball Museum is over there. A lot of history in that area.
2: The text line is literally like, where are people going to park? Where am I going to park? Where is parking going to be?
4: I hear you, text line. I see you. Telephone number 913 586 7798. Michael Mackey for MichaelMackey.com. Going in today for Dana Wright, same Stevie the Third. Dan Weinbaum. My name's Scott here on KMBZ. Standing by for the Royals press conference coming up at the bottom of the hour. Five minutes till we find out where the new Royals stadium is going. And we already know. 16th and Grand. Yep. Uh, Bradley in
2: Kansas City. Bradley, hello. Hi, Bradley. Hi, I heard you were talking about me. I was talking about you, chef. You're right in the thick of parade land, and it's happy Mardi Gras to you. This is Bradley Gilmore. He's the exec, chef, and owner of Lula downtown. Why are you how are you calling in? Aren't you don't you have a line of people out the door chef?
0: Yeah, we've got a fat Tuesday happening today and we are getting ready for a parade in Valentine's Day tomorrow. So I'm out running errands trying to get my life together and be ready for all of our customers. Is is the
4: parade positive or negative for your business?
0: Uh, you know, um I have a it's positive. Last year was great. It was a lot of fun. I, this year with the weather being 60 degrees and the amount of people they started texting me the minute we won that game about wanting to come to Lula at 8 a.m. on Wednesday. was oh so overwhelming that we had no other choice but to open up early.
2: You're, it's, you are going to be ready for anything. So what are your thoughts? I saw that you're calling in about the new stadium. What are your thoughts about the locale, the location, everything? Because you are, when I say you are right in the thick of it, boy, howdy, you are.
0: Yeah, I've been super excited about it. I never really thought it would go to Crossroads. Obviously, my location is amazing. We cook for the team a ton and serve them during the, the regular season. So for me, it's a super positive. I feel bad for some of my friends who are going to lose their businesses because of it. But I also feel that it's a hugely positive for downtown. I'm going to be on the very positive train of this thing. Um, when I first moved to Kansas City, downtown was nothing. And then we got the arena and it's what paid the way for me to have a restaurant down there and i think this is only going to make downtown even more fun it's going to take a while to figure out and it's going to be awful those first couple maybe in that first season but after that people are going to figure out it's going to be great in my opinion
2: that's that is high praise coming from you well chef i appreciate uh i appreciate you calling in and more importantly thanks for having me over to watch the super bowl
0: absolutely it was so much fun thanks guys and i appreciate you uh uh give me a shout out. I had 12 people text me and tell me you were talking about me.
2: Well, it's it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Fat Tuesday without a shout out to you at Lula. So, I'm telling everybody Absolutely. if you if you don't have another line out the door, it's not because I didn't say go to Lula. Shameless plug. All right,
0: I appreciate it. Thank you. Be well, buddy. Bye, right, Chef.
2: bye. Uh by the way, the
4: Super Bowl on Sunday night, the most watched scheduled television event in history. Do you think it's the Taylor Swift effect. 123 million viewers making it the most watched U.S. television broadcast since the moon landing. The Kansas City Chiefs come from behind win over the San Francisco 49ers was the biggest scheduled television event of every millennial and Zoomers lifetime. Woo, that's a lot of eyeballs. 123 million people. Uh, The last time uh, that number of people watched television was on July 20th. 1969. We're going to go to break early because we want to get the news conference with the Kansas city Royals in, in its entirety. Michael Mackey for Michael Mackey filling in for Dana, Wright. Sam, Stevie, the third, my name is Scott parks here on KMBZ.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
3: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All
4: right, let's go. Uh, the Kansas City Royals are getting ready to hold a news conference to announce their preference for a downtown ballpark uh, let's go to our reporting partners at Channel 9. Speaking right now is Royals play-by-play uh, analyst Ryan Lafleur. ...series or the Super Bowl in six of the last ten years. Very impressive. So,
3: Well, I don't normally get this assignment, but the last time that I stood at this podium in this room was November of 2019 when Mr. Sherman was uh, officially announced as the new owner of the Royals. And the theme of the day was why was Mr. Sherman handpicked by Mr. Glass as his successor? And now here we are a little over four years after that. And now we're gonna find out why one location has been handpicked as the future home of the Royals. So we're gonna hear from several people today Uh, From the Royals, Mr. Sherman, Royals Chairman and CEO, Brooke Sherman, Royals President of Business Operations, Sarah Torville, Royals Executive Vice President, Chief Commercial and Community Impact Officer. And we're also gonna hear from some members of our community who are well positioned to speak about the benefits we can expect in Jackson County. Kansas City Sports Commission President and CEO, Kathy Nelson heavy constructors association of greater kansas city ceo bridget williams president of the negro leagues baseball museum bob kendrick and then of course the architect earl santee populous senior principal global chair and founder and uh, just a couple of housekeeping items the the core of what you'll see in here and most notably the renderings from earl will be sent over email in the following minutes and when all the presentations are complete, Sam Mellinger will come up here and conduct a Q&A. Um, like many of us in the room, I can roll off a lifetime of, of memories at of this ballpark. And for me, it goes back almost 30 years when I was here broadcasting for another team and seeing the fountains for the first time, hearing the fountains as the first sound of the day, before the first crack of the bat of batting practice, before the music played, before the first pitch, and, of course, the roar of the crowd uh, during the game. Um, I'm here, full disclosure, after a little staycation with my wife, Sarah, who's in the audience. And um, I met Sarah here over 20 years ago when she worked in Kauffman Stadium's old... Uh, media dining room, working four jobs to put herself through nursing school. And the reason why we're having a a staycation, spring training begins for me next week. And now with four kids, we'll be married 16 years on Friday. So thank you. So basically what I'm saying is I'm a combination of an excited fan, very interested fan. I'm a, a very excited member of the kansas city royals for today i'm also a jackson county resident and so i'm uh, very honored that i was asked to be here today as we unveil the future of baseball in jackson county and i'm very much looking forward to what the new fountains will sound like and with that let's bring up royals chairman and ceo john sherman
8: Thank you, Ryan, and and thanks, everybody, uh, for being here today. I also want to congratulate the Chiefs. Mark Donovan's here today. I want to congratulate Clark Hunt, Andy Reid, Brett Veach, Mark as well, uh, and and Royals investor, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I know his day job is keeping him. He's more well-known for his day job, but we appreciate him. I thought the way that the Chiefs uh, won this championship and the way they performed this year was truly inspirational. Dealing with adversity in the regular season, going on the road against great teams in the playoffs, and sealing the deal in the Super Bowl in a tough Super Bowl, a hard fought Super Bowl on the biggest stage. I thought this represented the best in team sports, the resilience and grit of this this year's team truly stood out its and exam- it's a great example for all of us. The Chief's recent success adds to what is a unique time in Kansas City. Our city, our metropolitan area has great momentum. We're in a golden era of sports in Kansas City but it certainly goes beyond sports. The, ac- the accomplishments are well documented. I won't mention them all here but starting with a new airport and the recent announcement of six World Cup matches at Arrowhead, including a major quarter-final in the knockout round, have all added to our momentum and enhanced the Kansas City brand. Thank you, Kathy Nelson. Just last week we announced the news The historic news of Bobby Witt Jr.'s commitment to stay with the Royals for the bulk of his career and we're thrilled with the offseason that JJ Piccolo has engineered to make our team better now. Today we're here to add another chapter to this story. I want to start by thanking the Jackson County legislators the sports authority for for putting for allowing the voters to to decide on April 2nd about making an an important investment in our future community and our two teams I want to thank Mayor Lucas I don't know if the mayor is here today uh, for his um, for everything he has done and his vision I want to thank Frank White our County Executive for also being here today and all the work that he has done to help get us here today for over 50 years We have been in partnership with the Kansas City Chiefs and Jackson County. It has been an effective and forward-looking partnership. There have been a number of times along the way, the Chiefs, the Royals, and the county collaborated to make sure that we stayed competitive and kept pace with our peers across the country. In the early days, our founders, Lamar Hunt and Ewing Kaufman, working with public officials, blazed the trail for those of us who came behind them. We're the beneficiaries of their vision. They did not wait for leases to expire. They focused on the future. The most recent example was a successful referendum in 2006, nine years before the expiration of the lease at that time. That extension was a catalyst for this golden era in Kansas City sports. Since then, we've hosted an all-star game, two World Series, five consecutive AFC Championship games, the NFL Draft, multiple Taylor Swift concerts. (laughs) That might be the most valuable thing. Uh, And more. I I do not think these things happen without the renovations undertaken for both buildings at that time. We're the second smallest city with both an NFL franchise and a Major League Baseball club. We want to sustain ourselves as a major league city. We want to make sure that these franch- franchises thrive here for the next 50 years. You know, I was a fan and a season ticket holder long before I had the opportunity to be part of ownership. It's a great privilege to be a steward for this franchise along with the rest of our remarkable ownership group of Kansas Cityans. We understand the importance of these teams to this town. Every day I walk into the K, I feel the weight of responsibility for our team and the impact on Jackson County and greater Kansas City communities. Today, it's probably no secret where we're going if you look up at the picture here, but today we're at a crossroads. In fact, we're here to talk about the crossroads and our intention to make it the new home of the Kansas City Royals. Kansas City is a special place. We have outperformed many of our peers for our care for the heart of our city. Look at the residential growth downtown and the dynamism of the development and redevelopment of the Crossroads. The arts, the music, the food and drink. I believe in my gut, the timing is right for the Royals to become residents of the Crossroads and neighbors to Power and Light, 18th and Vine, and Hospital Hill, helping to further connect the cultural center of our great city. We are thrilled to announce our plans to contribute community dynamics, an incredible fan and stadium experience, and long-term growth to the crossroads. A neighborhood ballpark home for the Royals that that will stand strong for the next 50 years here in Jackson County. And And we're happy and excited to build that new home without costing taxpayers a penny more. In fact, the proposal voters will consider on April 2nd will be the exact same tax, but a much better deal. This project will also be a catalyst for the successful completion of the 670 cap and and, and development and expansion of the corresponding park connecting downtown to the Crossroads, T-Mobile Center to the new ballpark, and the creation of an expanded sports and entertainment district. The Chiefs and the Royals are asking the people of Jackson County to continue our partnership, and we know we have to earn and win every single vote. I am not a politician, but I'm gonna be in the community talking about our project. I wanna hear from you, and I believe it's important that you, you hear from me during this campaign, and that you know how committed I am to making sure the Chiefs and the Royals remain at home here in Jackson County. Maybe I I should end it at that, but, uh, um, you know, this, this place has been home to the Chiefs and the Royals for the last 50 years. We've shared Super Bowl wins, Super Bowls, and World Series wins, and you, our fans, our businesses, and our neighbors, have stayed committed to this partnership through thick and thin. I am so grateful for the times that the fans have cheered their hearts out for us and stayed loyal. If... If we have one goal, it is to make you, Kansas City, proud of us, both on the field and out in the community, and that's what we will do in our new home for the next 50 years. With that, uh, you know, one of the other great things about Kansas City is that it is literally a global center for the... Not just sports art, but engineering, design, and architecture in general. And in sports architecture, it's really I think the, I consider it the global capital. And, and here, in, so it's it's a thrill to be able to do this in Kansas City. It's a thrill to be working with a A team home team and Populous in particular is, as as uh, is a world leader in building these buildings around the world. And I think particularly as it relates to ballparks and neighborhood ballparks, which he's going to talk about here in a minute. I think they're the industry leaders Thank you.
9: All right. So let me begin by talking a little bit about the K. So for us, and my background I've been working at the K since the early 1990s. We've renovated, we've maintained it, we've sustained it. But re- renovating the K going forward is just not feasible. It's not realistic. And since 2007, we had an independent structural engineer come in and take a look at the K, and they identify the initial phase that we call ASR. This has been out in the public, it's been in the media. Um, it just happens to be what it is. It, it causes the concrete to fail at some point. Now, all that means is that in 40 years it may fail, but it's gonna fail at some point. So the ability to maintain the current structure is not really feasible. And so since 2009 and beyond, and it's really the way that the industry has changed, is that the expectations and the needs from our fan base, our communities has changed greatly. And currently the K is just not functional to sustain the Royals in the next 40 years. And lastly, the renovated K does not provide the broad community effects that this project and this site could provide to us. Now let me tell you about this site. Now why this site? Why? Well, after a few years, we decided to look at this site. Well, the fact of the matter is we've always been cognizant of the site and never went away. It was a site we looked at early on. Uh, we have looked at other sites in the crossroads over time. And this is my 23rd Major League Ballpark site that I've been fortunate enough to work on. It's timing that tends to lead you to the end. And this is the right time, I believe, for this site. It has... Um, I think the key, the key thing, and I do want to mention this clearly to you all, is that the key thing for us is that we've heard all of you say what's important to you. And so, looking ahead, it's connecting great neighborhoods in Kansas City is really important. It's how being a good neighbor is really important. And so, for us to seamlessly engage this building into into the crossroads is important to us, but it's also important to the community. So we've. It is an opportunity that we think is well worth the, the chance of moving forward. So the second thing we've heard is really ease of access. How do we, how do we get there? How do we, how do we park? Well, here's the unique thing about this site. There are 22 different ways to get here. It's not the six or seven we have at the Truman sports complex, but it is 22 different unique ways to get here. So you have every chance, every choice to make to get here. And and virtually, the other key thing about this site versus the other sites is that this is the only site we've looked at, I don't know, 14 or 15 sites. We didn't need major highway improvements to make this site work. It works with the city that we have, the transportation city we have. And it works with the amount of parking. Now look at this. This is a comparison of the parking area around Jackson County Sports Complex and the ballpark site that we're proposing at the crossroads. And there is more parking in downtown, there's 40,000 spaces in downtown versus the 26,000 we have at, at a tournament sports complex. And from a transportation standpoint, the blue box, those are parking areas. There are a lot of parking areas. And parking, surface parking, structured parking. In fact, the crossroads sites, the beauty of the crossroads sites is that we can park all 9,000 people here that we need to park, all 9,000 cars, with existing lots. We're not building new parking for those 9,000. And they're within a 10-minute walk of the ballpark. Even better. So it's a very interesting site. In fact, if I had to compare it to other sites I've seen, this is by far the most accessible site we have in Major League Baseball. Now, here are the other beautiful parts about this. You know, this is will be the epicenter of, of really the sports entertainment district for Kansas City, along with T-Mobile being a—I will say it's sister or it's 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 brother, whatever you may want to call it right across 670, the relationship to all of the cultural aspects of Kansas City, all, again, within a 10-minute walk. So a very easy way for you to do multiple things in a given day, given evening. And so between the Coffin Arts Center, uh, T-Mobile Arena, even Municipal Auditorium, Power and Light District, all the other kind of functional event, entertainment, sports activities that happen, the Convention Center... All that happens within a 10-minute walk. It's just amazing. In fact, I would say this is the most unique site and the most dense sports and entertainment site we have in America today. Now let me move forward with really what else makes this site great. It's potential relationship to what we've called Casey's Next Great Park. The South Loop Cap is an important part of this. In fact, I would say it was it not only put it over the top, it, it added to the overall idea of what this park could be. So it's really the idea of Creating a, a ballpark that's part of the neighborhood, part of the community, but also that's a park within a park that feels like it belongs, has belonged forever. So it's a great opportunity, and it's in the cultural heart of the city. So the arts, love the art. We clearly engage with the arts, music, food, all those things will be a part and part of this. And it's connections to the city. Our our vision was to connect at 18th Street, and that 18th Street would connect all the way to. The Negro Leagues Museum, Urban Youth Academy, 18th and Vine, within a 10-minute walk. Sorry, I mean, it's going to be a, a frame for us going forward. But we do want people to walk. We want them to enjoy the city from a pedestrian viewpoint instead of a car going 50 or 60 miles an hour. And it's an important part of the city. And so we, we've, we've come with a plan, a vision for how we would connect 18th Street with improvement program that would make it literally connect and physically connect to the ballpark site. Now just a little bit before I go on, it's a 17.3 acre site. The site is bounded by Grand Street to the west, Locust Street to the east, Truman Road to the north, and 17th Street to the south. And what, what are we going to refer to as the corner of? Truman and Grand. Truman and Grand, there you go. So it's a really important way to kind of capture the moment for Kansas City, it makes it unique to Kansas City. And it provides really significant developments that we've seen around uh, around, the, around the United States with MLB parks. But it's also comparable, if you want to think about other comparable cities, San Diego, Denver, Pittsburgh, Minneapolis, where development in urban core cities is, is happening in a way that it's engaging, it's uplifting, it gives identity to the city, it actually does something that I think would be, it's gonna be great, and I'll show you some other, some other images that kind of amplifies the brand of Kansas city in a way that has not been amplified in the past. Here's an image of the Great Park, what we call Casey's Great Park, to the South of of Cap. Its a relationship to t Mold to the right and the ballpark to the left, and then the view of downtown, and really how we're going to seamlessly weave this ballpark into the city and its neighborhood. And that, last but not least, this is a view from inside the ballpark. So it needs to feel like it's Kansas City, quintessentially Kansas City. feels like it's authentic to Kansas City. And when you're in this ballpark, when people see it on TV, they will instantly know you're in Kansas City. Thank you.
10: always gets some pretty pictures (laughs) Um, thank you all for being here Um, it's great to be here today talk to you more about what will be the largest public-private partnership in the history of Jackson County in Kansas City the total investment of over two billion dollars between that new stadium uh, for the Royals in the Crossroads and associated development along with the extension of the 670 cap Uh, as we said from the beginning This is about a lot more than just a new home for the Royals. This generational project is intended uh, for something great for Jackson County and Kansas City, baseball and beyond. It'll build on the momentum that we have seen in recent years in our city, as as John talked about. The economic impact of this project in the crossroads will be the same or better than what we put forth to you previously, and we look forward to updating you on that as well. The Royals ownership group, is wholly committed uh, to this project. As owners, we're prepared to invest privately more than a billion dollars of our own money directly into this project in the crossroads to make it a success. To complement our private investment, we're pleased that the Jackson County Legislature has put the extension of financial support uh, for both the Chiefs and the Royals on the April 2nd ballot of particular assistance uh, to us in getting that measure on the ballot. We're appreciative of, of the work that was done by legislator, Duran McGee, and the chairman of the Jackson County Sports Complex Authority, Sean Foster, uh, both of whom I think are out there today. Um, as to the sales tax, to be clear, we're not asking for a new tax, rather a continuation of the $0.38 sales tax that exists today. We want to extend it for 40 years, supporting both clubs. The same level of tax support that exists today again and has worked well since first approved in 2006. Further, in our early negotiations with the county, we've already found ways to save taxpayers money uh, with this. As part of the partnership with the county and the chiefs, we've agreed to eliminate the county's obligation to pay stadium insurance premiums and the park levy to the teams, creating more than 200 million dollars of new economic benefit to Jackson County. In summary, again, as John said, same tax, much better deal. As we get further along in these negotiations and our overall financing plan, we'll certainly update you. We know some have asked, uh, why do we have to decide this right now when our current leases don't expire until 2031? These are multi-year projects, and we're about 18 years into a 25-year lease, so the timing makes sense uh, to do this now. Consistent with our own history and market norms. Further, stadiums both MLB and NFL have evolved and a new stadium for the Royals, a renovated arrowhead with separate solely dedicated complexes will keep us competitive with our peers and provide fans with the modern amenities and experience that they've come to expect when you look around the country. The timeline required for us from shovels in the ground to opening day at a new ballpark requires that we act now for the future of our new home here in Jackson County here in the crossroads, in the crossroads. There's a lot more work to do and we've rolled up our sleeves to do it. We're committed to and currently at work negotiating a fair and thoughtful lease agreement. It's important to us that this is done with the community in mind transparently and that includes with the property owners of the crossroads. We want to be and we will be good neighbors And that starts with the land assemblage for this project. Those discussions with the property owners are underway, and we look forward to successful, mutually beneficial results. I want to thank the community members and business leaders who are here in support of what we are all working to accomplish. We'll have many, many more conversations about our public-private partnership in the coming months, and I look forward to all of those, working with all of you to make sure that our dollars are spent in the best possible way for the greatest possible benefit of dedicated Royals fans and Jackson County and Kansas City community. Thank you.
11: Thank you, Brooks, and thank you all so much for being here. We've engaged with many of you throughout this process. We feel extremely grateful to have so many supporters in the room today on behalf of our future and the plans we, implant, we plan to embark upon. The Royals have a long history of philanthropic and community impact initiatives. That commitment to our community has fueled our team's spirit for decades. We feel incredible responsible, an incredible responsibility to build on that history and the example that Ewing Kaufman set for the Royals when he brought the team to Kansas City. The Royals ownership group is deeply committed to continuing to be responsible stewards of Jackson County's investment in the team as we've done for almost 50 years. The Crossroads Ballpark District will provide the community with the most benefits. While we're in the process of finalizing the full community benefits agreement, we've centered our goals around these core commitments. We will deliver a world-class neighborhood ballpark district an experience that is accessible and welcoming to all. This means a district that integrates with and elevates Kansas City's urban fabric, incorporating local art and artists will be a priority. The district will spur inclusive growth and job creation, uplift the community, and foster a more equitable and prosperous Kansas City. That commitment includes hiring and working with minority, women, and veteran-owned businesses and providing those businesses with support. We will complete a union labor agreement, deliver a prevailing wage agreement for workers, and provide workforce training. We will provide development programs, wraparound services, and foster community engagement and outreach with real and measurable results. The third commitment is to continue to nurture Kansas City through our team's intentional philanthropic and community impact initiatives. We're doubling down on our commitment to healthy and active lifestyles, investing in literacy programs, school scholarships and partnerships, supporting service members, veterans, teachers and healthcare workers. We will continue to provide job training for those with special needs offer discounted tickets, and, of course, host numerous community events. We will drive sustainable impact with responsible and forward-looking neighborhood investments.
4: All right, we will touch on this on the other side of the news. Dan Weinbaum has that coming up literally in seconds. The Kansas City Royals announcing today they want to build their new stadium in the Crossroads District, where the Kansas City Star printing press still stands. We'll get to that in just a moment. If you want to weigh in, 913-586-7798.
2: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.
4: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.